nothing but story breaking tonight. Welcome to Story Break, a writer's room podcast with three Hollywood professionals write an entire film week by week, page by page, one scene at a time with the entire internet collectively sitting over their shoulder reading along. <laughs> My name is Freddie Wong, and I'm the one Googling things. Hey, I'm Will Campos, and I'm the one typing things. Hey, my name's Matt Arnold. I'm the one making babies. I have a daughter. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. The other two, these other two celibate men and one incredibly, incredibly virile. (laughs) Matt over here making babies all by himself. (laughs) All right. I just, oh, did you make a new scene three? Oh, I made one too. I made Whoa, it. whoa, whoa, fellas, let's not get ahead of ourselves. The film on the table is Heaven Heist, a story about a crew of criminals robbing the celestial bank of heaven, Asian heaven, or Chinese heaven, I think we figured out. Uh, it's Coco meets Ocean's Eleven. With that, we ready for scene three? We're ready for scene three. scene three. By the way, can I say that the intros of this new format lets us get into it so much cleaner. It's like a real format. We y'all. don't have to justify why we're doing what we're yeah. doing every time. Yeah. Like back in the old story break days, it'd be like, so, so how did we decide to do a movie about uh, Mr. Yeah. Clean? Well, yeah. you know, Mr. Clean is a guy. We got to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was having an existential crisis about whether or not there's an afterlife. And if my grandfather who died is ever going to, I'm ever going to see him again. We're like, hey, there's heaven. And then after 20 minutes later of us blabbering about some bullshit, we'd be like, so that's why we're doing. You know what's nice about the new format is it gives us so much new time to shit on the old format. (laughs) So really quick. Anakin Skywalker would say, now this is podcasting. Get out. All right. So we're doing some Freddy's fired from the podcast now. Yeah. You won't hear him again this this episode. (laughs) I'll just turn my feed down. So to get back on track, we're doing scene three today. Uh, Last week, previously on last week, pretty easy to summarize what we did last week. Because scene two was just our heist. Scene two, our gangsters. Over over, sick credits. Over our cool credits. Um Kind of like it's like those Borderlands credits, you know, yeah. like the like it says like two K games presents right when they punch the guy and like it, like it spits out of his mouth or whatever. Sorry, this is important. What's the name of our dumb production company that we have to spin up just for this? Oh, like the LLC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we had we had that one production company that we thought we, we were going to call it Streets One Twelve. Streets One Twelve Productions. Insane, um, oh, insane, insane pace. pace. Insane pace productions. This one's it. My insane pace. Yeah, insane pace. This is If you want to follow along at home, we will have a link up to Streets 112, the greatest video on the internet. Yes, number one video. The best Golden Ice Bee run of all time that that's a reference to. Um, so, okay. So, yes. The heist. They pulled off the heist. They sped off. Now, this next scene is they're celebrating the car. The heist went well. They're all drinking their respective vodkas and gins because they're on brand for themselves which is <laughs> so nerdy i love it um and then they're about to toast themselves and take a shot and then they get a call from our villain uh and our, she's like what the fuck you doing give me my money miss wonderful miss wonderful then they gin gets in the car and they accidentally back into a cop Yes. And then they got to speed away, and now it's like a... Yeah, so scene four will be a car chase. And then there's the car chase into him wrecking the... Yeah. Or we might even be able to get to through the car chase, because the car chase we're going to write, I think, a lot more generally than we did the... Yeah, you just write a paragraph. The sick car chase So ensues. far, I've noticed every episode of this, sto- this show starts with a big campaign promise about what we're going to get done in this term. And then by the end of it, we're like, oh, we got that. We got you know, this. Well, what's the, why are you even running a podcast if you're going to just talk about what we can and cannot write? <laughs> Hey, Matt, I wrote the damn script. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. You're wrong. Okay. He's wrong. He's wrong. 
Um, this is so dated by the time this comes out. <laughs> Guys, remember those Democratic debates two weeks ago? All right, let's let's talk about the setting of the scene. We kind okay, of we so kind of yeah, talked yeah, yeah, briefly yeah, yeah, yeah. about this in the last episode because we were kind of putting this all together. But yes, I think they are in that moody sort of you know an underpass. You know, cop cars zooming overhead. They're framed by you I don't know, know how moody it is. <laughs> Well, it's moody in that, you know, I imagine it's like a little silhouetted. There's like the sparkling sea behind them. It's like that big, dude, this shot is in every John Woo Hong Kong yeah, series, yeah, which yeah. is like the parking garage overlooking the bay. Yeah. The nice fat telephoto lens just yep. squished in. Yep. I was thinking about this shot in Once Upon a Time in America, where it's like the Brooklyn Bridge is framing these like three kids who have just started their life of crime. They're yeah. walking underneath. It's that sort of thing, you know. Just underneath the surface of society as the cops are driving. Ever, wow, so much subtext. Have we ever talked about that weird jump cut in Once Upon a Time in America? There's a well, lot of them. They're like he throws a frisbee and then like it cuts on this frisbee. I swear to God, there's a there's a zany <laughs> sound effect under it. Even I just remember it being like this classy restrained mobster <laughs> movie. That's like whoop, and I was like, what the fuck? It sounds that? like a Sergio Leone move. I don't remember yeah. that specifically. Did, anyway. did you watch the full four hour version or was this an? Edited I, it version? felt like the full four hour version. <laughs> um, okay. Before we get into like what they're saying, what is the actual? What's the scene about? Yeah, what's the th- what's the thrust of the scene? What's the scene about on an emotional level? Because um, it feels like her calling is like the midpoint of the scene, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yes. In terms of like the emotion, so it'd be like, where are they at? Then there's this call, and then it's tough because since they've done the heist, this call needs to feel like it's a shift in what they're what they're doing or what they're. Well, it's giving you a little bit more information, right? Like necessarily, it's giving you a little bit more information about kind of where they are in sort of the criminal hierarchy, right? In the wide world of criminals. The wide world of criminals. Yeah. These boys under the bridge are just a bunch (laughs) of lackeys working for... Anyway. Um, Is this... I feel like you didn't start doing Howard Cosell impersonations until I showed you Better Off Dead. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Where the two Chinese guys do Howard Cosell impersonations. I'm like, these guys made it work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fred D. Wong. (laughs) Okay. Okay, okay. All right. Yes, that is true, but this isn't a documentary, so we need more than just information. We need to figure out what is the scene about so yeah like what's going on let's talk about our boy Jin. yeah right like what can we do with Jin that kind of peels back the layer a little bit more here yeah not just more posturing yeah yeah exactly right obviously the difference here is at the end of it he gets you know embarrassed like he doesn't he's not successful we're setting him up this is a high status to low status scene for Jin because he's a fucking he he not only goofs it with the um backing into the cop or whatever we're gonna do but then yes he he wrecks the car yes so you have this moment everyone else is celebrating right is Jin like broody and moody is he because he didn't really have to do much. he didn't do anything should they make fun of him for not having to do anything they could even point out that their prayers were so successful that it went so smoothly they didn't even need Jin to do anything so he's lucky Sorry, Jim. It looks like we could have just called an Uber. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. We could have used a real taxi cab to get away from this job. Oh, no offense, Jim. Probably would have been cheaper, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. So they're kind of, they're kind of giving him a hard time. I think giving them fun. the business. It also, just shows that they're relaxed, right? They, they pull this off. Yeah. They're not worried about cops or anything like that. They're, they're willing to rib each other. So I think this is a good moment to kind of get what this money and what this job meant to Jen, at least on a, at least like a, a glance at it. Right now oh, is this the, like, so what are you guys going to do with your cut? Yeah, like, without being, like, that entire scene. But, yes, I think there's an element of, um, they might have already talked about it. Yeah, we'll figure out how to get into it. But, yes, I do think we need to get 
a little bit of why they were doing this, which again, Miss Miss Wonderful then also clarifies even more on a on a different level. So like, this is a redirect, but can one of the members of the heist be Seth Green's character from the Italian Job, and he's still mad about <laughs> being the guy who came up with Napster? Um, specifically napster do you never remember that in the movie no i don't but i was like in this movie is it also napster or it would definitely because it's the same guy like he's still a he's still a, <laughs> a heist hacker man okay do you remember that in no i the don't Italian? all right this is a derail um <laughs> are you suggesting we put seth green in the movie like canonically canonic seth green and we um, you know we've met him now like not the name drop but like now we, we you get did you guys meet seth green? yeah i didn't meet seth oh yeah green. You, you weren't there when this we went is to not this. going in like why not this is dumb <laughs> Now is going in. That's why people we know we're Hollywood professionals. We know Mr. Seth Green. So yeah, this could be like the uh, so we, so yeah. The, so what are you guys going to do with your cut moment? Um, which is like Jin's definitely a riddle right now. Like you've set up yeah. a question with Jin at the beginning, right? Like he's different from the he's not like the other the other teens. Yes. The other teens. The other teens. These are all teens, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned that. This is definitely the part where instantly, if we were writing an outline, we'd be like, all right, you know what? We've, we've gone too far ahead. We need to stop writing we the outline. We need to rethink we really this for to, about four weeks. No, not rethink. We need, to, we need to really discuss Jin's character. What's his background? What does he want? And we don't quite have that laid out. I'm trying to remember. We don't really talk that much about it in the um, In the episode itself. That's either. a good point. Um, okay, so yes. So we're, we're going to have to figure it out here. So is this a time to start hinting at the brother stuff? Yes, or at least at the very least, least they would rib, or they would rib him for it too. You know, like I feel like they would know about it. Yes, they. I mean, they would. Yes, I think it's crew. Oh, do the crew know know each other? Like on a on an outside the job level. Yes, I think so. It feels like it's one of those they all grew up like you know, kind of in each other's orbits as like you know, shitty teens and. Okay, I but- don't know because I I don't think this is like I don't know that these guys are like a Fast and the Furious like we're family crew. No, but I will say I mean? that at the beginning we said yeah, it definitely like if, gives it the feel. That a, they I know definitely think they've done jobs together before, but I think most of these people would fuck each other over instantly. No, if because they had a no, because like, I don't like, think there's no, a lot because, of loyalty. No, here. no, because I, think would. I, I don't think so because if you're talking about that they're going to get to a place where. Hey, I figured out how to get to the bank of heaven. It's you have to kill yourselves. Uh, so, are, is some of them not going to come along with that? Do you want to play that? Do you yeah, wanna... They're going to come along because they're greedy. Like and they're, desperate. No, and they're so, desperate. No, but it's I don't think so they come along. Yeah. No, but that's right. Like that's such an out there statement for them. Like, yes, I understand we're playing within the world of mythology, but like, no, people don't believe that you can actually right. Like his point is like, so I agree. With, I I see what you're saying. It's like if you had a thing where it was Christian heaven. They would all have to be Christians, and they would all have to kind of know each other pretty well. Because even if you're Christian, if you're like, hey, guys, if you flatline ourselves, we can go into heaven. If you proved it to me, then I would maybe take the risk, especially if I'm a risk-taking criminal type who's, who's again, if— But do you want to play the fact that, like, right, like, that's the energy you're going to keep bringing, which is, like, anytime it's like that's always, like, is there somebody who's going to betray someone at some point? Do, and you, so you, th- do you think the intro— just taking from the first moment we see, do you think that intro, to me, that intro does feel like they're kind of a family. Yeah, um, they're kind of playfully ribbing each other a little bit. And like, they're definitely a little bit, I guess, is it like baby driver? Like, it doesn't feel like baby driver where these guys show up at a table and they don't know anything about each other and they are kind of like looking at each other and they're a little suspicious and yes, they can sure, be macho. Okay, fair enough. I just, like I just don't, I just, I just, I don't want it to be like, fucking Fast and the Furious or Gardens of the Galaxy where it's like, it just shouldn't be sentimental is all I'm saying. Like, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? I, I don't want that. it. And again, this is why I'm like, yes, I think they know each other. I don't think they grew up together. I, I think yes, these are criminals that, that came into their, each other's orbit and became a bank robbing crew. But I don't think that it's like they are best friends from childhood. Like, that's not the vibe. I, I think a way you could, I guess what I was trying to get to is I think I would agree. I would think of the way you can kind of um, 
uh, square that circle is to I think again they're not like best friends, but there's definitely some sort. I, f- I feel like um, I feel like Tequila's weakness is that he probably thinks of them as a family more than everybody else does. Yes, I that and, I agree with. And I would do that. Whiskey is definitely uh, kind of has a more naive view of like he does think this like he's grew up on Fast and Furious. He's like this is what a crew is like. Yes, Whiskey wants it to. Yes, and Brandy and Cognac are definitely more like career criminals. Like, yes, they you know they don't mind if you know their names, but they're not inviting you to Thanksgiving or yeah. anything like that. Exactly. Yes. But and then Jin, I think the way he separates like Jin, nobody knows anything about him. Maybe he's. Like, like, mystery, I man. feel like Jin can definitely be the most Good wild card. Just wild he just, card bad boy. Yeah, and and it also kind of also a role pres- I know well. <sighs> it feels like Jin might even have that feeling where like they think Jin thinks he's better than them. Like like oh yeah 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 yeah. Because yeah. you could it could be fun for them to be surprised that his brother's a monk. Um, rather than like they know his entire story and everything. Oh, because that's a fun reveal where at some point it's like, we got to go to my brother and they're like, where are we going? And they pull up on the you know, monastery like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, without getting too ahead of us, and I am like, we need to pop the open. We need to pop the hood open yeah, a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, everyone else I kind of get, and again, I like Jin playing in contrast as this mysterious guy. I do kind of want to know where we're going with it a little bit. Yes. So, he... what does he want? <laughs> yes. What does Jin want? Like at the start, right? Like obviously yes. he's going to get in over his head and need to do X, Y, and Z, right? He wants to live fast and hard and have tons of money. Yeah, is he looking for like a shallow existence? Does he live in his brother's shadow? Like growing up, like his brother's this saintly goody two-shoes, right? Like the, is he someone who like, does he kind of resent that? And like, you know, like his parents didn't like, he, you know, his parents looked down on him. Is okay. One question leaps out to mind. Is it his younger brother or his older brother? Yes, very important. Because you could do it's a younger brother, and he was like the knucklehead over bro- older brother who had to like beat people up to survive, and the younger brother got, he was protecting like, him. And yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Not to not just take, what do you think about not just take it from this movie? I mean, be a little bit different, but I think I I was like, what what am I thinking of? And I'm like, oh, it's once upon a time. I mean, it's the band the ugly, the band the ugly. Because you don't want it just to be like, oh, the goody two shoe brother was like the goody two shoe, and like Jin was just an asshole. I kind of like that if they lived in a tough area mm-hmm. and they have and they had a tough childhood. Like his brother choosing this life of solitude and and spirituality was like good, but like it also wasn't what. Jin needed or wanted like he wouldn't be the one that would like beat up the bullies to protect him he'd be the one that'd be like everybody stay calm like you should all pray more and like you know he's trying to be the good person but it's like again Tuco has this there's this resentment to his brother who's the priest also that like you know you weren't there for me like you were too caught up in like spirituality and like being a good person and stuff like that but like I also needed a brother to like beat the shit out of the gangsters for me sort of thing oh so he's the younger brother I think younger I brother see that would be because good. it's sort of the idea of like because one there's a sort of like not paternalistic but like older brother pressure that happens there if it's like older brother's pious etc cetera, etc. Cetera. I think if he was the older brother there you would ha- want to play an element of like he's trying to take care of his younger brother almost inherently right, right, whereas right. like even if that's even if you don't do that you kind of have to play against that because that's kind of what you know that kind of is what it, that relationship feels yeah, like yeah, whereas yeah. the younger brother almost also inherently kind of has this like you can kind of see that chip on the shoulder right away yeah, which yeah, might yeah. you might be wondering like ooh, his brother must be this like super badass that he's trying to impress or whatever and there's this monk which is like a good turn um but you kind of see what they're again they're at different they they're not there for each other really you know it's interesting okay so another thing Jin is someone who he has this work family that mm-hmm. he keeps at a distance, right? Mm-hmm. Like he is straight, you know, and it's like he keeps his own family at a distance. Mm-hmm. So I, I, part of me is like, what's that about? Yeah. Um, it reminds me of the line in Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, which is so good, is when Tuco tells his brother, like, the when we grew up, 
you there were there were two ways you could go. There, there were two things you could do to survive. Yeah. You either became a priest or you became a bandit, and you chose your way, and I chose mine. Yeah, right? like that's the the line he says. You know, and then he's like, yes, and it, I believe the backstory is that Tuco's brother went away to the seminary to train to be a priest. Yeah, and then Tuco was supposed to take care of the parents, and he's like, ah, I was no good at it, so I left. You yeah. know, like his Tuco sucks and is a yeah. fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can almost see this thing where like maybe if you do something where it's like if Jen got into crime kind of early, you almost have this moment where like. Um, you know, like just out of college or something, like Jin was in trouble with the cops and was running and like ran to his brother's monastery um, and then told his brother what he did. He's like, hey, you got to hide me or whatever. And his brother was like, I understand, like I'm going to help you. And then his brother, turned, went, him into his the brother turned to the cops and was like, you need to pay your penance. Like, you know, this is a bad life oh, crime. You good. don't, you don't, you know, you need to get out of this. Like, you know, a couple of nights in prison is not going to hurt you. It's like, mm-hmm. fuck you. You know, like it's a good, like I could see something like that maybe. That's, That's kind of like a testy relationship. Yeah, and like his brother was just trying to yeah. do what he thought was right. It's like, look, man, you stole something. Like, yeah, yeah, you need to do right. Yeah, yeah, you need to do right. I'm not, I'm not gonna break the law for you. Like, you need to learn the consequence of it. Because if I help you here, again, his point would be like, if I help you here, what's gonna be next? I'm gonna help you when you do a bigger crime and then a bigger crime. Like, I'm here to, I'm, I'm helping you. I'm trying to stop this path yeah, that, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. that you're leading. But down. it's that tough love. It's that tough love. And then Jin resents it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's like I knew I could never trust you. Um, well, would you throw your, throw your sis in the slammer? Oh, you're for younger. S- for stealing a car? Or whatever, yeah. Oh, man, no. I That's a tough one. I'm like, immediately, like, I'm like, it's, it's it, my, my sister would literally never steal a car. <laughs> so I'm trying to put myself in the position if she came to me and was like, I'm in trouble. The law is after me. I think, I think I'd encourage her to turn herself in. I'd be like, we're going to go get a lawyer. You know, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna do. But you come on, you did something wrong. You would encourage her if she's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. Would you turn her in? It would have to be really bad for yeah, me to turn tough. my own it's a sibling in. It would have to be like I'm like you crossed a serious line. Yeah. Um, dang, that's tough. But I like that. Yeah, yeah. no, it's good. Okay. I like that. It's about let's let's go with that. Okay. I think that's compelling. I think Jin has this chip, on, and then I think the, uh, his brother was the only person he could trust. Right, like yeah. he was just the the closest person to him, and his brother betrayed him. Right, so he, he keeps people at a distance now. Yes. Right. He's a getaway driver who's trying to get away from. What else is he trying to get away from? This getaway driver's got more than one. The one just thing the, he can't outrun is, is himself. himself. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, okay. Okay. Something like that. At least that's a that's a vague notion that we can kind of. Yeah. At least I like I can kind of get something that their relationship's based off of. It's a whisper of a foothold. Um, okay, because yeah, if you want to talk about like in terms of their upbringing, like it would be yeah, maybe like the you know if they grew up poor, it was tough on the streets. Everyone Always else had tough a, on them. Streets. Everyone else had a tough ass older brother to keep you from getting picked on, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of his uh, all of their other friends, yeah. like would be like, oh yeah, that guy, that guy, his older brother was in the triads, and this guy was you know a cop or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. and like they looked out for you, right? Mm-hmm. So you didn't get your ass kicked. And his brother was like, I'm a monk. I want everyone to love each other. <laughs> and so he just everyone, so Jin got the shit kicked out of him every day, and he had to learn to fight for himself right yes. and then he fell in with a gang because he was looking for that protection and mm-hmm. so he you know and he started trying to prove himself that the, you know like so that's he started stealing cars right, right 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 yes i like that and then yes you would do he got in trouble and his um older brother turned him into the cops you might even do uh it's, it's i mean i only know from movies and in the movies hong kong's very crime ridden um is that what? No. It, yeah, I was about to say I was looking pretty up. Safe. It looks like it's pretty safe. But like, do are are there like shakedowns from like? I mean, I guess it's a. It's just to me. I'm just picturing that they grew up in '80s John Woo Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. That's all I can yeah. think. Because what I would do is like, yes, I would maybe do that. They have a single parent. You know, maybe they had a mom and she had like a store that was often shut. Like shaken down, it was a tough area. Like you always know, saw this. And again, There's the tough older, areas in neighborhoods. Yeah, the older brothers. You know, response was 
was and like Jin, you get it. Jin was like, if I want to survive in this world, I gotta be the guys that shake down people. Like those are the two options. Like yeah, 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 either yeah. I'm the person getting shook down, and I'm or I'm gonna shake down. I'm gonna try to help my mom and become one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jin, and then his brother, which we should come up with a name for, is like, no, like I'm going to. I see the world can be tough and 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 difficult, but like you know, these sinners are people. I'm gonna become a spiritual person and try to help out. And then yes, yeah, so, I mean, similar to like the two go thing. I think he, I think the brother definitely still takes care of his mom, but it's like he's not rich. He's not giving his mom money. It's like you know what it is. It's like Jin shows up. Jin sees his mom like once every month and just gives her a bunch of money. It's like, here you go, mom. His brother shows up like every night and has dinner with her. Like, again, he doesn't have money. He's a monk, but it's like he's giving like the emotional support. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort oh, of thing. I like that. Like, and Jin's like, whatever. Yeah, you cook for mom. Bullshit. Like, the only reason she has this place is because of me, because I'm out there doing the real shit while you're sitting there praying you know, to heaven, which doesn't even exist, asshole. Like, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I like so he has that. this resentment because he also, I feel like deep down, thinks everybody judges him. Like, he thinks his mom doesn't love him. He doesn't think his older brother respects him. It does him. feel like, like they would. It does feel like, like, once a month they would still have a family yeah and it's awful it's awful yeah he shows up to that with money yeah, yeah oh yeah, maybe yeah. he's got the family dinner tonight oh. maybe that's what we play in this scene do you know what i mean like that's the thing he doesn't want they're like oh let's go out drinking let's have a party you know like then he's like i'm not and it's like the that's pretty good and then yeah it's his it's his mom calls that's pretty good or something like that i don't know is that I i'm trying like, to think i like to, i'm trying to think of how that goes with because the next thing is obviously he's going to be in the hospital so well, maybe, that would be why the brother shows up he's like you need to show oh. up for dinner oh don't think we're getting out of it. We're, you're coming tomorrow. Yeah, he's like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that because I also see, like, that's why there's still, like, that karmic sort of response that, like, he's, you know, throwing his middle finger up to the heavens. But, like, I don't like that that's the only reason it hits the cop card, that he's frustrated and irritated and distracted because he just had this phone call. And you understand that, like, he's thinking about his family. Also, like, I buy why he's oh, not why paying he's attention. Oh, he's in a mood when he gets the... Yeah, when he, yeah, pulled, yeah. Or when he peels out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they again, it would be like when, you know, one of them, like, you know, Brandy says something, like, also. So like, oh, so you're like, you know, something about his family. He's like, yeah, he like hey, your girlfriend. Up. He's like, girlfriend. <laughs> I bet she's hot. Um, oh, it's my mom. Nice. Let's <laughs> all so, so go to your house. And they're like, okay, really cool. Yeah, I like that's the right way to deflate his cool guy mystery from the yes. the opening two scenes. Is yeah. yes, he gets the. It's like, ooh, what's this? Yeah, this mysterious thing. Okay, all right, I like that. I like I like playing that as your emotional thing. And then yes, it's like something gets said in that conversation with the mom that pisses him off. Yeah. Right? How are we playing the? Can you play that and the? Is it like he, think, get a, he gets a call from his two moms? I was, yes, I was trying to think, could he do it? That the reason he actually hangs up, he's like acting, he's like not scared of Miss Wonderful at all. He's like, whatever. And then like the call comes in from the mom. He's like, oh shit. And he hangs up on her and they go, <gasps> he's like, sorry. sorry oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. And then she's on speakerphone. She's like, where are you? He's like, oh, and he put, takes off speakerphone. And they're like, Jin, what the hell? He's like, I'll be right back. And he like gets out of the car yeah. and like talks to her, like not on speakerphone or whatever. It's funny because it's like he's more scared of his mom than. This gangster. The, uh, gangster. That's really fun. I like that. Okay. Why cool, is cool, he cool, scared cool. of his mom, though? Not scared, but like has to answer the phone. But that's a good, Freddie has a good yeah. question. That's a good point. Like, Freddie, you always answer the phone when your mom calls. Uh, not if I'm on the f- phone with a crime lord. <laughs> I, I, can, I can prioritize a little bit. Well, unless, the- unless, unless you play mom as like sickly and dying, <laughs> in which case then, you, you know. You can be old. It's uh, like, is this the call? Yeah. Oh, mom, are you okay? <gasps> then maybe. During the heist, it's a the distraction. Mom dies? No, well, like during the heist, like he misses her death, but then she shows up in heaven. Well, we have that in the plot of the episode is that his brother gets sick and dies. Oh, that's right. That's and right. And then the brother shows up in heaven. That's right. You could do that with the mom. 
Is it weird to do a mom and the brother? Doesn't the brother isn't the brother still alive though? No, he dies and shows up in heaven, and then the stakes towards the end of the heist are that his brother is going to wind up in hell because they dragged him into this stupid heist. Who who gets the money? And then he saves his brother, Um, the little kid. Remember that we were actually going to do the kid as the psychic medium. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, I feel like his brother should be alive. Oh, I feel like it should be the mom actually. This is a huge pivot from what we came Well, because I would do the same plot where it's like he's trying to save his brother. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think we should. I think maybe the, the maybe the yeah. mom is like the right. It's the energy is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's a mom too far. Yeah. You know. Okay. Uh, she's actually, also, 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 by the way, by the way, there is something fun with playing that both parents are out of the picture and then they do come into play whenever they go into heaven. It's like, oh, what are you doing here? Um, your mom and I have this great house. Like, we're living the great. We're living it up. This is great. Um, because, one, they need someone to pray to, right? Like, he needs to have someone, like, in, it feels like to, in order to organically, you need someone in the orbit to organically be able to show the ritual. The, and, oh, that could be, well, no, because we're going to see it when he goes to heaven. Um, the, um, okay. Okay, it's tricky. I can see the mom. You're. Right. I mean, yes. I guess we could probably take the mom out of the picture. I feel like the mom stays in the picture. <laughs> it's tough though because I like him to provide. I mean, I guess that could have been like the backstory, and that's no longer the case now. You could still have the mom. It's just I think the brother dies. I don't think you yes, can yes, do. Yes. Yeah. All I'm saying. All, remember, the only reason I brought that up was just because it's just like I just don't buy. You would hang up on your crime boss for the for a yes, mom. That's that all. is tricky. Yeah, that's, that's a all. tricky one. Um, How about if you did this to try a square circle? He hangs up in the cool badass way because she's done talking and he doesn't want to hear her berate. And they go, what the hell are you doing? It's like, whatever, man, we're going to bring her the money. She'll be happy in a second. I'm not scared of anybody. And then, and then like the phone rings. Oh, it's just my mom. And he picks up and walks out the door. Or do you need the mom to call here? Why are we even talking about the mom calling? We were trying to like, is this, what is the character moment for Jin in this scene? Right. Whatever the complex backstory of the family's going to wind up being, we want to express something Something that he's hiding from the rest of the gang. Or like, we just want to, you want to dig a little deeper than the, than the opening scene where he's just being cool. Yes. You want to do like, again, it's like, if it's them talking about what they're going to do with the money, it's like, Jin, what are you going to do with the money? And then he mumbles some answer. It's like, I know what he's going to do. He's going to spend it on his mom. He's like, fuck you guys or whatever. I don't know. Does the crime boss need a call or can we introduce her rather than introducing her on a phone call? They're talking about what they're going to do. And then, you know, um, uh, tequila being the reasonable, you know, the, the leader is like, all right, well enough talk. Like, you know, we gotta get, we gotta get to miss wonderful, to off or you know, soon. Otherwise she's gonna be pissed or whatever, you know, sort of thing. And they're getting in and then, yeah, I guess it is well, a little, she's something. like, Hey, hey. Where, where are like, I'm here. Yeah. yeah intru- no, introduce her when it's like, we got a problem. We lost all the money. We need to go explain it to Mrs. Yes. Wonderful. And so then yeah. what triggers you, the, the accident? That's really well, I think what matters. triggers the accident is he's upset because of his phone call with his mom. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. like the, Yes, because they could all be. That could be the thing. You show the four of them all again, again showing him kind of isolated. Like they show, they're celebrating, and then he's like, either he's like takes a call from his mom or something. Phone calls, the most cinematic, everyone's favorite thing. Alternately, it could be it could start with them all toasting and stuff like that, and yelling at him, be like, "Hey, get in here!" And he's already on the phone with moms, and it's like, "Hey, I'm gonna be late tonight because you know we got." She's like, "Are you doing crime shit again?" Oh, that's not bad. You're doing crime. Are you doing crimes? Mom, stop. The crime pays for your... Your medicine. Your your indeterminate medicine. What happens if maybe rather than like they're all sitting outside of the car, could they they be... At a sonic drive-in? 
This episode brought to you by Sonic. <laughs> kind of. Man, or they like, don't have Sonic in Hong Kong. Or like they're driving. This is the fly. They're like, guys, it's the grand opening of the first Sonic <laughs> in Hong Kong. Can you just do this like while driving to the place that they're supposed to bring the money? Like rather than just like oh just oh his oh that's yes because then the the call his you would do he gets a call from his mom yes. during the and then so he has to take the call yeah, at first he hangs fun. up like you hung up on your own mom oh. he's like well talk to her later and then he's like you know like tequila answers the phone he's like yeah. talk to your mom <laughs> yes yes uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. and then they crash <laughs> while like on the phone with his mom he's like mom hang up and then you can also do like while he's driving like that's the thing you just see the mom keeps calling back and it's just like. Like this, the phone's ringing and thing, and you can do Brandy like holds up this liquor and she's like, "Let's celebrate!" I can't, can't drink while driving. He's like, "I think that's the least of our problems." I'm not driving, she says, as she (laughs) takes a shot. Yeah, I'm not driving. I guess I'm taking yours then. And she drinks all of his gin. It's like she's like nice, and then drinks the brandy. And then they order some super crunch chicken (laughs) strips and the original pretzel hot dog, limited time from Sonic. Um, Get some cinnamon sticks with that. One of their famous slushies. Sorry. Okay, yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah, rather than that, like, yeah, they're driving, right? Yeah. That's the easiest way to have him fuck up while driving. Okay, I like this more. I definitely like him getting the call from his mom with all the, again, he's trying to be the J, he's trying to be Jean Renault or Alain Delon or whatever, and then yeah. Les Samurai's mom calls in the middle <laughs> of the heist. Um, yeah, the way you show that is like a similar shot where it's like these cops go over an overpass and then surprise from the shadows, the car comes, he's like, hey, hey, hey. looks like we got way clean, I'm cool. My or they're just Jay. driving yeah. and you just see the cars go the other yeah, way. I'm just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yes, that's a classic. You see, yeah, the, it's that they're driving, you see the cops zooming the other way. Yeah. And he's like, hey, and then they're they're still ripping on. I was like, oh, we could have called a real cab. Like, oh, yeah. we didn't even fucking need you on this thing. Yes. Um, and he's like, whatever. And he lights his cigarette. And then his mom calls. And they're like, looks like those Paracelta is like, looks like me flicking a cigarette. And God's face didn't, didn't hurt either. <laughs> That's pretty good <laughs> sort of thing. Um, that should be the thing he says before he crashes into the cop car, actually. <laughs> yeah, it looks like those prayers helped quite a bit. Yeah, it looks like me fucking a cigarette into that temple didn't hurt much either. Oh, <laughs> boom. <laughs> um, okay, okay. So, yes, they're okay, how I'm like, what is, like, the version of, like, they're drinking and, like, playing with their money and yes. fucking, like, holding guns when they just pull up next to a cop? Like, yes, Ooh. pretty much. Thinking about their characters, I could see Whiskey is, like, counting the money and, like, mm-hmm. put that money away and then you know uh brandy's like i'll let the kid you know he's never seen that much money in his life let him have some fun that's cute i like like that he's like wow and he's talking about what he's gonna do with it he's like maybe i can actually go to college now i was like why would you want to go to college when you can just do this your whole life sort of thing they don't teach you they don't teach you these skills in college and brandy's like college is for people that don't know how to shoot shotguns (laughs) that's literally the line Just again, broad strokes right now, but Franny's kind of like the more fun one, and she's like, I'll let him have fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think, um, oh no, that's cognac. Cognac. Yes. Brandy is probably like still cleaning her shotgun and like, what are you doing? He's like, you never know this case. Like always, you always got to be on cart sort of thing. Oh, that's fun. Because <laughs> like, like, I feel like it's, it's gin driving tequilas in the passenger seat, right? And then the three kids are in the back. Yeah. It feels like, it feels like he's reaching over to be like, hey, don't smoke in here. Who? Oh, tequila. Uh, uh, yes, yes, that's not. Okay, oh, tequila's going to lecture him about his mom. Yeah, yeah, right? yes, yes. Tequila's going to lecture him, but right before that moment, before the call happens or whatever, uh, tequila's probably like, I could, "We don't need everyone to do a thing." I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He could be like, "Put that money away." What yeah, you yeah, guys he's doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's pull on, the money and booze and shotgun, guys. Yeah, we're not kidding me. Yet. Don't yes. make me pull this. Don't make me yeah. pull this getaway car. Oh over. yeah, tequila's the one that says, "Put the money away," and yes. then cognac's like, "Let him have oh, fun." Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 
But I just imagine she's like holding the gun. He's like, clean as a whistle. And he hits the cop car. And like, she shoots. It also like blows out the blows front, her front window. Like, literally out. blows the front window. And like, she puts shotgun bolts. And then like, Whiskey gets scared and throws the money. And yeah, I'm just like this big wad of cash just like yeah. hits the cop in the chest. <laughs> and like, when the cops like got hit in the shoulder, and they just turn. And there's just a blown out window, money everywhere, and a smoking shotgun point at them. Cognac is in the middle of drinking. <laughs> drinking. He's <just> like, Ooh. <laughs> um, Okay. That's definitely the thing they would be the most mad about. Would be a yeah. passenger drinking an open container in a That's car. That's what you do. Actually, in they start cab. chasing them. They start chasing them. They cut into the cop car. He's they're writing like, everything down. They're like, "We're chasing a red cab. Uh, 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 we suspect they're drinking while driving." It's like all they say. Oh, this. Uh, how do we get our boy Jin to like? Jin's like, hey, money. What if it's Jin, what I want. What if Jin's like listening to That's cool music and then tequila changes and Jin's like, don't touch another dude's radio. And then it's they have fun road trip banter. Uh, and Jin's like, that's my radio. Hey, I was listening to Who because someday I want to have enough money to start my own rock band. And I'm greatly inspired by the Who. What does Jin want? Fuck. Okay, so he's driving. Well, I was gonna say, even in that moment, you kind of even get what like everybody kind of like wants. I mean, even if it's just as simple as like he's like, I'm gonna go to college or whatever with yeah, this. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah, like yeah, again, yeah. a partier. Like it's like she wants to live a good life. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. she wants okay. to have fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Jin yeah, yeah. is. We don't want to push Jin's want into another scene, <laughs> so we got figured out now. He wants to isolate himself. Mm-hmm. He wants to keep people at a distance. I feel like right. Is this gonna be like his last job? No, 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 no. I don't think so. Like he's got enough he's money. He's like, I mean, think about Robert De Niro in Heat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Robert De Niro is like Mr. B, don't have anything in your life you can't walk away from in 30 seconds, mm-hmm. right? Like that's this guy. Mm-hmm. Like the, because then he's going to have to engage with his brother. He's going to have to grow over the course of the movie, right? He so he is, what Jin would be doing in this scene is what he always does, which is put distance between himself and other people, right? I like that he doesn't want to be beholden to anybody. Yes. Like, that's his thing. That's why he wants to He wants to be self-reliant. He wants to be independent. He wants to um, keep other people at a distance. Honestly, because he's scared of getting hurt, right, by opening himself up to other people. So it's like there's a desire for safety that comes in isolation. What is that? What? Uh, how does... How does that manifest itself in terms of does I mean the similar answer could be that he doesn't he hasn't thought ahead like as far as he's concerned he's just going to keep being a getaway driver mm-hmm. is that what it, is that what it is and then it's like if somebody asks like again because that's a, I mean that's a fair answer be like well what like again tequila could be like what, what are you going to do when you get older like you know I'm already too old for this he's like it's like oh, whatever like, if, I'll be lucky if I live past thirty two I don't give a shit like that like is that an answer he is a guy he's a survivalist mm-hmm. he is like especially if he grew up you know feeling like he he couldn't count on anybody yes right he's like I've had to look after myself my whole life right and i'm the only person i can rely on so i'm going to be uh, you know like the you know it's like the, the getaway driver is the ultimate like i whatever goes on in there i'm in, i can i'm driving the car and i can get us away because i'm really fucking good he's always right? got to go back ready if he needs to freaking leave town and never see anybody exactly again. yeah i think that's the energy so for it, and I that's think, what that's how that plays into the cool jaded mysterious loner thing yes. that's why he doesn't go out of the car to fucking go pray with them right yeah. like he doesn't want again because it's all about him it's all about him being in control of what's going so on. so i think on a practical matter if somebody were to if his accountant would be like what was what your five-year goal or whatever he just wants to have enough money at some point that he doesn't have to fucking be beholden to anybody yeah 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 like, sure like, yeah he doesn't even he, he wants to buy a boat 
Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, say, that, might be a bo- yeah that might be a thing. Like, I don't even think he's, like, thought enough to be, like, what does that really mean? Like, are you going to get a job or something? He's just I'm like, like, I don't want to. up, keep costs. Again, right now, he still has to work for people. He doesn't want to He doesn't want to depend on anybody. Yeah, he wants to make enough money that he can go, you know, do whatever. Yeah. Sail across the world. Yes. How are you going to like something like that? Yeah, if you want to vote. Right, that's the yeah. end of uh, Hard Boiled, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, didn't he always want a boat and then he's sailing? He goes to Antarctica, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, he wants to, he's going to get a boat. Actually, kind of like that because it's a little bit wistful. Like, tequila's like, you know how much boat costs to fucking manage? Also, you need like a crew. Are you going to really sail by yourself? Like, oh, that's dangerous. that's interesting. Sort yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, he wouldn't be talking. He's the silent type, right? Like he wouldn't be talking in this scene. He would be, he'd be eyes on the road, concentrating. Right? Oh, I really like. Sorry, I really like that specifically. Actually, I think we should stick with the boat imagery because okay. you can do. There'll be a point when he's in the afterlife that I think he has a chance to not go back mm-hmm. and maybe not go to heaven, but like there's a there's like a spiritual limbo that's just like a boat floating in in eternal uh, eternity. And it's like that's what you you could get what you want. Yes. Which is just to be alone forever, <laughs> essentially. And it's like visually, you can see it's just like boat going off into like the clouds, and there's like nothing there. And yes. it's like, is he? It's going to be harder. Like it's going to be harder to go face your family and everybody else and and deal with this. But like, is that really what you want? If you want it, you can have it. Or he even does. He winds up in that yeah, level of purgatory yeah. and is faced with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. could be an interesting thing. Okay. Cool. 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 Great. 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 Okay. He wants a boat. What happens in this? call or do you do maybe he doesn't it doesn't feel like he would take the call yeah do you know what i mean it, might be it feels like okay so here's what i would do in that case i would say what it is is that he keeps hanging up and then tequila keeps calling back calling back and then he keeps so the two of them are getting into an arcus tequila again like sees himself as a father figure to Jin. and it's as they're getting into an argument about yeah. the phone they the they they bump into the cop yeah and then the gun goes off and the fucking money goes flying and they punch the gas as burn yeah. rubber Hey, she'll talk to me tonight when I come to dinner and give her money to keep her, you know, keep her yeah, mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you hung up on your mom? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a classic because it's yeah. like such a it's such a millennial thing to yeah. do. Like, oh, mom's calling. I'm going to let this go to VM. <laughs> it goes to voicemail and then it transcribes her voicemail. It's like, I'm going to read your voicemail from your mom to you. <laughs> no, it should just be that he holds up the phone and is listening to the voicemail. And she's like, wide eyes staring at you. He's like, she says she misses you. You haven't called her in two weeks. <laughs> so this is exactly okay. I now I now know exactly how to write this scene because this is exactly what happened to me one time. Okay, now, I was driving uh-huh. my uh, and this was I was just graduated from college and my the back of my car was disgusting uh-huh. and I hadn't cleaned it out probably in all of college and there was just. Old homework, old scripts I had written. It was In just a out. paper bags. You know, it was just a mess back there. And Dan Johnson, our, one of our friends, was sitting in the back because we were driving around, and he's just like looking through all my junk. And he dug up the Simpsons spec script I wrote. <gasps> And he's like, "What will you wrote a Simpson spec?" And I was like, "Do not fucking read that spec right now, dude. Do not." Because I saw it was such a bad script. And then Dan just grabbed it and started reading it out loud to the oh rest of the car. God. It was the angriest I've ever been in my life. And like, if there had been a cop in front of me, I would have rear-ended it because I was so pissed. I was like, "Stop!" It was just like, anyway. Not that we're gonna take it to that level because Jay's yeah, a cool yeah. customer who didn't write a Simpson spec. Um, <laughs> That's a bonus. That's a max fun bonus. Oh, God. Yeah, Reading Will Simpson spec? No. Would, no. Would you do it if you could get all the cast members of Simpsons to be the voices for that it? That would explicitly make me less likely to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. This is great. Yeah. Okay. And then, so then they get into an argument about the mom and like this is you. So, yes, we see that Jin is sensitive about this. Yes. And we it's see the that- first time he loses his cool demeanor. Yeah. 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 And then he says something flippant. You know, oh, what about this? What about he grabs the phone and throws it out of the car? And it hits a cop in the face. 
it knocks a motorcycle <laughs> cop off. It's just like, yeah, it just like he throws it out the window and just there was a cop standing next to them. And then he just sort of like, yeah, on a motorcycle, and he like falls over and then they slam the brakes and the gun goes off. That's pretty good. I mean, it, it is true that maybe like hitting the back of the cop car is a little too cartoony. I just like that it's not specific. I, I mean, I, it just seems like no one is going to expect that. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then this cop was like, who the fuck just threw a phone at me? And it is four gangsters with shotguns and cash. And like, do you know what I mean? It could be. It's like literally. It they, could be a little one of the guys speeding the other way. Or do you I know think, what I mean? I think it's just a guy at the corner or whatever. And then it's like they throw the cop. They throw the phone at his head. And then he stares at them. And then like on his radio, it's like, we're looking for a red cab with five individuals or whatever. And he just stares at them. And then instantly Brandy just like pulls up the gun and shoots at him. Yeah. And he's, like, he's like, they're here. They're here. Or, they're on 14th Street. They wouldn't have known that. To be fair, they wouldn't have known because it got away clean. They wouldn't know to look for a cab. But. What you could do is you could do that. It's like they do it, and then when he turns over, and then it's like nobody's putting anything away. So he turns and looks, and it's like someone has a gun up. Someone has a bunch of cash in their hand. They all go, and they try and hide it underneath. He's like, "Mm." we'll figure it out when we get there. Yes, because it's some big reaction. And I like that Gene gets so desperate to end this that he throws the phone out the window. Mm -hmm. It should be his brother trying to call. I could see that. Yeah, I just like the... The brother, where it's even clean. Yeah, well, yeah, and then you're not seeing the brother yet. We're yeah, hinting yeah. at the brother, yeah. and then you see, and then he's like, "How have you not talked to your brother?" And you know, like, "Oh my yeah. god, the last time you te-. and again, like the brother starts starts trying to text him, like it's a fun little escalation. Yeah, yeah. All right, interior cab is an interior yeah. or exterior. It's we're inside the but cab. the car is outside, but if the car's inside the garage. Is it int int int? No. Is an interior house, but the house is on the outside. <laughs> uh, everything's in space. The yeah. ultimate exterior. That's the real. And this is to quote the Matrix. What's really going to bake your noodle is space, day or night. When you do a slug line. <laughs> um, so good. He chuckles. He drives, and then the phone. With rings, two or, hands. He pulls out a cigarette and a lighter and begins lighting it. He starts rolling his own cigarette without holding the wheel. <laughs> That's how you know he's cool. (laughs) That's how you know he's cool. I roll my own. And then he's sprinkling in some PCP in there. And they're like, you can't. What are you doing? He's like, this is the real shit. This is how you think I drive so good. Jin's been on bath salts (laughs) the whole movie. Um, (laughs) Or does Jin just turn up his jazz so he doesn't have to listen to them? (laughs) That's good. I like that. He's just like, instead of just doing a chuckle, he's just like, he's like, these people are annoying. So he turns up his like, he's got like some freaking. He turns up his jazz and he inexplicably puts his two feet up on the dashboard. (laughs) Like in the shot. And smokes two cigarettes and (laughs) flips a coin. And has a toothpick in his mouth. Never seen that. A shot of a driver. And then he leads back his chair. And his feet somehow just go up on the dashboard. Like, how is that even physically possible? It feels like you see something in like a naked gun yeah. movie. Oh, just like he's just leaning back and driving yeah. with his feet. It's going to be a long drive, so I suggest we all sit back and relax. <laughs> <laughs> like, feet just show up on the dashboard, but he's still got his hands on the wheel. <laughs> It's like in Futurama when Bender's arms fall off and then they just do a yeah. close-up of him picking up one arm and yeah, clicking yeah, it yeah, in yeah. and picking up the other. It's like, I don't know how you did that. <laughs> and turns up his cool jazz music, right? And then that's fun because then he's also turning up and now like the over the Bluetooth, like it's like- The in, Bluetooth interrupts the with jazz the call. music. Yes. Yeah. Bluetooth interrupts. Okay, let's get the dialogue for this. Okay, so is it like, do we hear like incoming call from- I think you see it. Okay, it's the ringtone. The, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, we see his phone. Yes. And on the phone yeah. screen is a picture yeah. of his brother, the smiling Buddhist monk. Yes. And then it's like, so then Jin hangs up. And then Tequila is like, did you just hang up on your own brother? Well, to, would Tequila want him to take a call during this job? It's definitely less funny than when it's 
a mom. A mom, I get. Like, you would hang up on your own mom. It's like, we're on a job. But it's your mom. Yeah, whereas like, your number your one brother. job is being her son. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if it's the brother, I'm like, yeah, the brother could be a dick. I feel like plenty of these people don't. Like, I feel yeah, like I Tequila, guess that's I feel true. Like, like, I have a brother. I killed him. <laughs> like, like, you would be like, how could you possibly hang up on your brother? Yeah, no, that's true. Um, that's true. That's true. Um, shit. I feel shit. like it'd be his mom because they're supposed to go to. He's, he's supposed to go to. Din Din. Din Din with his mom. Din Din. Okay. Din Din with his mom right, and yeah, his brother. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Right. Sure, 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 sure. You could have the brother call in a second, and that's why he throws the phone. Or you could just do that. It's like, oh, my God, she called my brother. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, because his brother's calling to be like, why aren't you answering mom's phone call? I'll see you at dinner. Leave me alone. And he throws the phone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yes. Okay, then yes, it's very good. It's very good. Okay. Yeah, because the mom's getting worried about him. It's like, why aren't you answering? Are you okay? Yes, <laughs> He's yes, like, ah. Yeah. Uh, so he sees a hang up. He goes, did you just, did you just hang up on your mom? Jin. I never talked to family on a job. We're on a job. And then does she call back? Yes. Like that quick? Yes, I think it's like right away. She's calling back again. It must be an emergency. It must be an emergency. Oh, that's good, yeah. <laughs> She's your mom. Being a good son is your number one job. He's like, and then... Confucius can suck it. <laughs> what is, I don't get it. Filial piety, as it's translated, is, in, is a core tenet of Confucianism and mm-hmm. is a huge part of like Asian culture, which comes down to fundamentally... So Jin's like, give me a break. and Get off my back, Confucius. And then the yeah, phone call, she's calling back. It must be an emergency. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mom calls again. Uh, Even like Cognac should be like, man. It's like, <gasps> oh, yeah. Now everyone, yeah. Cause now everyone else should start weighing in. Like, yeah. The, yeah. She's, Whiskey's so you, like, man, my mom, my mom would slap me if I did <gasps> this. Brain's like, I miss my mom. <laughs> like, like, they're, all, they're all disappointed. There's a Greek chorus back here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay, so Jin hangs up. Now everyone gasps, right? Yeah. Do uh, I think I, I think what you do is that they call again, or or she doesn't call again. You see a voice that says "new voicemail," mm-hmm. and then Jin sighs, so he's like off his guard for a second because she's not calling back. And then Tequila instantly grabs it and then holds it up to his ear and starts listening to the voicemail. It's like she's wondering if you're okay. She's wondering if you're okay. She's gonna call your brother. Oh man, <laughs> call your brother. And then it's like it's your brother. <gasps> Yeah. You haven't talked to her oh, in two that's weeks? Good, that's yeah. good. That's <laughs> good. The kid from the back. It's like, I call my mom every night. Oh, so she doesn't like, even have to call me. She's, she's telling me to slow down. I need to go to college or find a girlfriend. <laughs> my mom says, it'd be like, your mom sounds nice. She's, like, oh, she's cooking your favorite meal. <laughs> what, no, what that's is, cute. What yeah, is yeah. Jin's favorite meal? Oh, boy. Or give me a, give me a, give me a uh, traditional Chinese. I can do um, jiaozi. You could do uh, dumplings. dumplings. What type of dumplings? There's only one type, Matt, and it's steamed, baby. But like pork, like what's the term for? Does it have to be Chinese food? Could his favorite no, food does. be like spaghetti? Yeah, could be. Spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> spaghetti, your favorite food. Spaghetti and She's meatballs. She's cooking spaghetti and meatballs. Spaghetti and meatballs is definitely the funniest favorite yes. food. Yeah. Yes. I like spaghetti and meatballs. Dude, I love spaghetti and meatballs. Okay, all right. So story time. Spaghetti and meatballs is my dad's favorite. No shit. Um, and it was his his great his mom, my grandma, it was his favorite food she would, she would make. And so they're like my grandma and my grandpa were both like total pranksters. So when he <laughs> when he came home from college the first time, holy shit. She was like, I made your favorite spaghetti and meatballs. Like, and he was like so excited. And he came home and like they sat this big plate of spaghetti and meatballs down and he stabs into it and it's like fake plastic food Holy <laughs> it was just like shit. fake spaghetti and meatballs and he's like oh that's funny so like where's the real spaghetti and meatballs like we ain't cooking spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke we disappointed you that's so it's good. like next level so good 
It's like, um, I'm going to use this washing machine, and then I am gone. <laughs> oh, my God. She's cooking spaghetti and meatballs. Your favorite. Oh, I love Italian food. Hang up. Hang up. She's going to you call You know, it- I think we do Italian food better than Italians. Don't say that. You know, or or is it like the, you know, Marco Polo got noodles from the Chinese? God, yes, yes. You know, you know, spaghetti, you know, spaghetti is actually Chinese food. God. Story time. My entire life is growing up is like listening to various versions of that, which is like, oh, that food that's originally Chinese. It's like, I get it. China's very old culture. We came up with a lot of stuff. I'm sure other people came up with a lot of that stuff too, and they've taken it in different directions. Doesn't mean that spaghetti and meatballs is Chinese food, mom. He hangs up. His mom calls. He screams and throws the phone. And what exactly happens? It hits a police officer. I, I do. I like the gun going off and the money flying everywhere. Yeah, which feels like it sh- he should hit something for that to happen. He hits the cop. I guess it could be that he just throws the phone and it just hits a police officer who's like helping an old lady cross the street or something. And the guy turns and sees them. Like they're, if they're all stuffing stuff in their legs, like put the cash and they're all stuffing it. And then as the cops are walking towards the car, the bottom of the side door just like explodes from a shotgun blast at him. It's just a spray. Yeah, it's just a spray and the side door blows, you know, shotgun blast flies through the side door at the police officer. And cash goes over he goes, oh, and he ducks down and he calls in for support. That's really funny. Like yeah. it's like she's got the bag. Oh, yeah, because you do that. Like it's the money. He puts the money, hides the, the, the booze, and then she shoves her gun into the bag and it goes off. Yes. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really all Brandy's fault, if you think about it. No. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. Well, uh, we'll finish typing that up. And uh, when we come back, a live reading of the scene. Oh, yeah. I, guess, I guess you're right. I guess my campaign promise was wrong. We weren't going to get to the car chase. Yeah, see? Well, once again, once again Matt a- Arnold is overpromised <laughs> and underdelivered. We can't. We well, can't next, week, next week can't just be the car chase, though. That's not enough. Okay, well, yeah, that's we'll next week's problem. Okay, we'll worry about next week's problem. Week's problem. <laughs> Until then, stick around. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mujan Safagari, and I play a bunch of characters on Mission to Zix, an improvised science fiction podcast on Maximum Fun, and this is our incredible sound designer, Shane. Hello. Now, Shane makes it possible for me to play a thousand billion characters in our galaxy. Such as the Bajarian Jane, Ship of the Stars. And the enforcer joy, prepare to eat pancakes. Let's get dusted up, baby! An emissary turk mannequin. Hey, I just got out of their amp. And the horrible life! Oh, also there are five other cast members, and I'll give them just all a second to say hi. Uh, hello. Yeah, that's enough. Okay, so the season finale of Mission to Six is coming out next week, so it's the perfect time to dive in and catch up with our intrepid crew as they explore the Zix Quadrant. So give us a listen to Mission to Zix on Maximum Fun. Interior, cab, dead. A line of speeding cop cars zoom by in the opposite direction as Jin drives our crew away from the crime scene. Whiskey, stuffed in the middle seat in the back between cognac and brandy, flips through a big stack of cash, awestruck. Tequila scolds him from the front seat. Hey, hide that cash, dummy. Cognac pleads with tequila as she pours herself a snifter of cognac from a flask. Oh, let the kid have his fun. He's never seen that much money in his life. No drinking in the car. Whiskey strokes the money and rubs it against his face. Oh my gosh, I can finally go to college with this. Brandy scoffs as she cleans and reloads her shotgun. College is for people who don't know how to shoot shotguns. Put that gun away. Brandy gives him a defiant scowl as she pumps the shotgun. Tequila fumes. Jin rolls his eyes and turns up the radio. Cool jazz pumps through the speakers and gets cut off by the chime of a ringing phone hooked up to the Bluetooth. Jin's eyes shoot wide open. His phone sitting on the dashboard lights up. The caller ID reads Mom. Jin quickly hangs up the phone. Tequila's job. Did you just hang up on your mom? Oh, we're on the job. She's your mom. Give me a break, Confucius. 
The phone rings again. She's calling back. It must be an emergency. Jin hangs up the phone. Everyone gasps, outraged. Dang, dude, that's cold-blooded. I'd be so grounded for that. The screen lights up again. New voicemail. Mom. Jin reaches for the phone. Tequila snatches it away from him first. Jin frowns and speeds up, trying to focus on the road. Tequila plays the voicemail. He stares daggers at Jin as he listens along. She's wondering if you're okay. Aw, she sounds nice. She wants to know if you're coming for dinner tonight. She's cooking your favorite, spaghetti and meatballs. I love Italian food. Can she adopt me? Jin fumes in silent rage as the cab rolls to a stop at a red light. Hang up the phone, Keela. She's scared something happened to you. She's calling your brother. The phone rings again. A photo of a smiling Buddhist monk appears on screen. The caller ID reads, Brother. Jin finally snaps. He snatches the phone and mashes answer. I'm working! Enraged, Jin throws the phone out of the window, and it hits a traffic cop in the back of the head. The crew freezes in terror. The cop, busy writing a ticket for a parked car, bends down, picks up the phone, and slowly turns to face them. She's pissed. Hey, did you throw this phone? Hide the gun, hide the cash, hide the booze. Whiskey, cognac, and brandy all scramble to stuff the flask, cash, and shotgun into the duffel bag. She's coming, hurry. Way to go, Jen. What are you trying to do, get us all killed? As they shove the duffel bag under the back seat, Brandy's shotgun fires. The bag explodes. The blast knocks the door off the hinges. The cop dives for cover. When she looks up, she's facing a smoldering cab with no side door and hundreds of flaming bills fluttering in the air. Our gangsters stare at her for a dumbstruck beat. The cop grabs her radio. I need backup. Jin stomps on the gas and the cab peels rubber down the road. Scene three. And that's scene three, baby. Of Heaven Heist. Yeah. Um, yeah, next uh, next week, uh, the car chase. It's got a lot of sh- there's a lot of shooty bang bang so far in like these four pages. Yeah, this uh, is a this is a pretty kinetic little opening. I'm digging yeah. it. All right. Well, cool. That's going to do it for us this week. Hey, William, hit me with that fan art. We got a really wonderful illustration from our Pirates of the Caribbean episode from Hannah Pollard, uh, which she posted on our Facebook group. Uh, it's the epic moment where, um, uh, who's the president in that one? Andrew Jackson. Andrew ja- it's Andrew Jackson and our two leads racing to the bottom of the ocean to find the treasure. It's really fucking good, so thanks to Hannah for that. We also got a couple of really great pieces of fan art from Ethan Everett, uh, who sent us a poster for Luigi Lee Blonde, <laughs> which good. is a next-level fucking joke and absolutely what we should have called the Dr. Mario episode. Oh, and he also sent us Vegetus, which is Vegeta <laughs> from Dragon Ball Z meets Gitas, and it's my favorite thing. So thanks very much to Ethan. Finally, uh, last but most certainly not least, Claressa Wilcox on Twitter posted a fucking awesome poster for Heaven Heist. Um, yes. This has got the whole crew. She did a really great job. The characters are just sing on this. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's super, super duper good. Some of my favorite details. I love the sleeve tat on uh, Brandy and the neck tat on Tequila. I love this look for Jin. It's just a really, really cool poster. Hey, so you now. folks, you're missing out if you don't see this. So this is going to be on our Twitter Facebook group as well. That Twitter is RJ Storybreak. That Facebook group is bit.ly slash storybreakfb. That's going to do it for us this week. Another another week, another scene. Another scene in the can for Heaven Heist. Yeah. Uh, thanks to the Maximum Fun Network, as always, for hosting this goofy podcast. Check out the rest of their awesome shows like Mission to Zix. Yeah. Uh, which just wrapped up its season, right? Yep. I was... Uh, uh, really quick, just as, as an audio nerd, their penultimate episode should win awards. It is one of the most interesting things I think I've seen in podcast history, including there's a real uh, phone in like text to vote number as part of the storyline. It's fantastic. The the episode's finishing up this week, the season, so you can binge through it all if you haven't already and caught up to it. Uh, but MaximumFun.org for all your podcasting needs. My name's Freddie Wong. My name is Will Campos. My name's Matt Arnold. 
and yeah, am I? Man. Oh, I'm doing it's it. Always yeah, you. it's always oh, you. Doing my the name's can- Matt Arnold, and crush the day like you would the can of your favorite pop. Pop, really? Okay. All right. The guy was soda. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.